We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 6-7 the score. Always fun to talk to our guy, Bruce Levine. He joins us now. On the score hotline, powered by IBEW Local 9, Chicago's original powerhouse since 1892. Bruce, good morning. How are you, buddy? Good morning, guys. You recover from the Cub convention? Are you uh, ready for spring training yet? (laughs) I just want the temperature to get to about 15. That's all. I mean, am I asking so much? Yeah. Yeah. It's not asking too much. No. 15. 15's okay. 15 is the new 40. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So uh, you've got the report about uh, Class A potentially coming in here. I love the idea. I love the idea of of having um, a manager like Craig Council with a lot of different opportunities in the bullpen. They got a lot of guys, but this is is a guy who's an established closer and you throw him in the mix. I'm not sure how Craig Council would use him because he is uh, he's a bit of an innovator. He likes to move guys around. How would you envision – this is not um, – with a manager like this, you're not looking for like the kind of normal closer position because he'll determine when you need to close. You're, you're right about that, Mike. Uh, you know, if he feels a uh, guy like this is needed in the seventh or eighth inning, he'll use him in the seventh or eighth inning. He'll use him in the eighth inning to get uh, the last two outs and, and maybe the ninth, you know, an old-time closer role like uh, the days of uh, Lee Smith and uh, Fingers and Gossage. Uh, he'll, he'll do that. And this guy's been a horse, okay? However, uh, the, the wear and tear on the guy from throwing over 70 uh, – in 70 games the last uh, two years has uh, uh, worried uh, teams looking at possibilities of trading for Class A. And he, without a doubt, was still a dominant pitcher leading baseball in saves last year, but he blew 12 saves, and the and the velocity was down a tad. So you worry about it, even though it's a 25-year-old guy, you worry about, you know, if there's an arm injury waiting to happen here. And uh, the Indians are asking for the for the most from the Cubs. They want Cade Horton, which is, you know, their top pitcher in their organization. And, uh, you know, with 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 years left on uh, Class A's contract, why wouldn't you ask for the moon? And that's what they're asking for right now. So I don't know if a trade like that's going to happen. We do know that they've, they've had conversations, and, and he would fit in beautifully with the Chicago Cubs. Do not trade Cade Horton for a closer, Bruce. No way. You would not do that, would you? I understand no. – like no, Class A makes sense, but no, Cade Horton, stay away from him, Cleveland yeah. Guardians. All right, so let's talk starting pitching. Shota Imanaga, he made a, quite an impression at the Cup convention with uh, his introduction. Jordan Montgomery is a free agent that we have heard that they are flirting with. Where does Imanaga fit into the rotation, and what are the likely, what's the chances that Montgomery might be added? Well, I, th- I think uh, Imanaga is three or four, uh, you know, going in. You know, you, you start off with Steele and 
a Tyone, and I, I think you know Imanaga is either your third or fourth if you're going with uh, you know um, any of the veterans before him or not. Uh, I, I would think he's he's your third third pitcher. You want to go you want to go left right left right. You know you want to have some different looks during a um, during during a, a uh, series, but. I don't know if, uh, if Montgomery really fits in. Uh, he's been a very good pitcher. Again, is he a high-volume uh, uh, fastball pitcher? Is he a difference in that group of pitchers that you have out there? You want to have a, 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 another look. If you're adding more rotation, you, you got to have a power arm in there somewhere. These guys are all professional pitchers, but you know, you know, the velocity is, is not... Uh, big time when it comes to the, the the Chicago Cubs rotation. So from that perspective, if you're, if you're adding a pitcher, I don't know if it's uh, Montgomery or not. What, um, you know, obviously we were talking about it earlier. Everybody wants Bellinger back. Everybody on the team, poor, poor Tom can't stand up and say a word at the convention before the chance start. It's, it's amusing uh, to, to hear it all. What the, how does that translate into getting the guy? I mean, wanting him is one thing. Getting him at a contract that isn't—you don't want to—you don't want to pay two hundred and twenty-five million for a guy that probably another team can get for one eighty-five. How do you look at it? Well, Scott Boris is famous for having teams bid against themselves mm. in off seasons. Okay, and uh, he. he he took Alex Rodriguez in 2000 with the Texas Rangers. He had, he had that owner, uh, Mr. Hicks, bidding against himself for a month to the point where it ended up with you know 250 million dollar contract for 10 years, and and that's you know that's 20 25 years ago. So you don't want to be in that position with Scott Boros, and and you don't want to play chicken with him either. However, you have to be smart and you have to have your number. And I think, you know, talking to um, Jed Hoyer this weekend and uh, David and I got to talk to him on inside the clubhouse on Saturday, you, you get the feeling that he's he's being smart about it. But at the same time, you don't want to lose the guy. I mean, if Toronto comes in the last second, Giants come in the last second, they give him a sixth or seventh year, you're offering five or six at a good price. I mean, he's going to make somewhere between 25 and, and 28 million, I think. So... I don't think the, the, the amount of money that he makes is the key. It's the, the amount of years. And when you're, you're dealing with Boris, you know, he's probably still asking for eight. I would say the Cubs are going to offer five or six. Uh, are you guys good with five or six for uh, 25 to $28 million a year? Yeah. Uh, it's, I, yeah, Bruce, but I don't know if Boris is going to settle for that. I mean, he's – Does he have another offer for – more well, that. and and that's why this is taking as long as it's taking, and it might go up to camp before they they settle on whatever contract they settle on, because he feels like he's worth more than that, and the player probably feels right. like the money's going up, and he wants that. I don't I don't think they're in a position right now. They're trying to be patient with it, but I there, think there's that, one wild yeah. card to it, Mike, and and, uh, and David. There's one wild card, and that is. The player steps in and says, "Okay, enough. My wife's playing. You know, my my wife wants to mm. come back here. She loved it here. You know, uh, we don't want to live in Toronto. We don't want to live in San Francisco. 
I think our experience was the best in Chicago. That's where I resuscitated my career. I want to go there. Well, they probably had a lot of those conversations. And Scott, being the, the agent that he is and being the expert at what he does as he is, probably says, just let me handle this, okay? Spring training is still another month away. Uh, the Cubs need you as much as you want them. And let's continue to uh, hash this out so we get more money and more years for you. Hmm. Yeah, I, I hope he's that reasonable. I hope it's that, that simple, Bruce. Not quite sure. Okay. How often does that happen? It, don't, very, don't, doesn't money always end up being typically, a deciding factor? Yeah, you'd like it to be no, lifestyle-related I mean, and fit-related, right. but seldom it is. Uh, you know, again, you know, when you're talking about $25 million times extra years, yeah, I mean, you know, that's, that's a lot. It, what, what you hear from fans, and you guys heard it all weekend, and so did I uh, at the Cub Convention, how much is enough? Okay, and and the answer is, we live in a democracy. We we live in a free market. Enough is when uh, the other uh, the other side decides not to give you any more. Okay, <laughs> and, and and that's it. Unfortunately, you know, you, you hear 150 million times six years, sounds like a lot of money, and and there are risks involved with this player because of the fact he's had down years before. Okay. Uh, the metrics people don't love him. If you if you if you're believing in the metrics people, you know the hard hit ratio wasn't what they thought it should have been, uh, particularly at the end of last year. I just see a winning player out there that can play two positions at a uh, high level and uh, fit in perfectly with you. A left-handed bat that you have to have in the middle of your order, and uh, you know all the leverage falls away. With my opinion. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Well... Your opinion's a sound one, Bruce, and we respect it. Yep. Tell me what your opinion is of what Jed Hoyer said about this being only the fourth inning of the offseason. What's ahead in the fifth, sixth, and seventh, and what's going to happen in the eighth and ninth, Bruce? How are the Cubs going to close this offseason? Well, they're going to they're going to get some veteran bullpen help. You know, and I wrote in the story as you guys alluded to you know, about Class A as a possible trade candidate. Uh, you know, does Josh Hader fall down to you? Uh, asking five years, does he end up getting two or three years with the experience that council had with him? Uh, will that be a deciding factor in whether or not, um, you know, you have Hoyer going out of his comfort zone and giving uh, a closer more years than he ever wants to? You know, he told us, you know, flat out how he doesn't like the, to give long-term contracts to bullpen guys because it's too volatile. And, uh, and they break down. But, 
Uh, keep your eye on Ryan Stanek, a guy that was with Houston, big strikeout guy. Robert Stevenson, who was with Cincinnati. Adam Adovino, who is a little long of tooth, but has managed to uh, throw in 66-plus games, probably 12 out of the 14 years he's been in the major leagues. These are uh, power arms in the bullpen that the Cubs are looking at as free agents. So, you know, Stanek, Stevenson, Adovino, guys that the Cubs are looking at and possibly bring in. Look, uh, Hoyer and his um, Hoyer and, and his front office have done a really good job in the past bringing in veteran guys and then flipping them because they weren't ready to win yet. At this point, he's going to bring in veterans to keep all year because they, they feel they're going to be an 85-90 to 90 win team. Um, when you think about the first base position, right? I mean, that's one of the things that's great about Bellinger is he can he can move into the infield and play that very well. I mean, he's obviously a center fielder, but you can move him around a little bit. The Michael Bush deal, kind of interesting. Is he the new Matt Mervis? Is Matt Mervis going to be Matt Mervis? Where are they at with just how they're going to line him up? I, I think you have to think along with them, and that is, you know, they got a uh, power hitter from the Dodgers that no, normally wouldn't be available that would have been playing uh, if, if he was with the Reds or the Pirates or a, a small market team for the last two years in the major leagues. The fact that you have, you know, all-stars and possibly future Hall of Famers uh, blocking you with the Dodgers at first and second base made him available. He wasn't going to play with the Dodgers. They needed the room on the 40-man roster. So you got a guy that's, that's hit almost 60 home runs the last two years, uh, a big bat, you know, uh, hopefully your first baseman of the future. When I say think along with the Cubs front office, they want to build, you know, guys that are sustainable, guys that are, are going to be there for five or six years. Uh, you know, you look at morale, you know, you look at, you know, some of the young guys that are coming up, you look at Pete Crow Armstrong, uh, you look at a guy like Bush, they don't want to be looking uh, every year on the free agent market. They want to be more like the Dodgers, to be able to have a farm system and, and young players that come up and are sustainable in their lineup. So I think Bush is going to get an opportunity there to play first every day. I do think that uh, the Cubs will try to add another veteran bat in the lineup along with... Um, along with Bellinger, if they get him, you know, is it Chapman at third? You know, how does Morrell fit in? What position does he play? Does he you have wanna, a position? You want to trade him, right? Yeah. I, I, you might. I mean, look, if you make a if you make a deal, a big deal like the Class A deal would be, you know, is, is Morrell in a deal like that? You know, we don't know. Keep him, it, too. It would be, it would be more than, uh, it would be more than a Class A coming back from the Indian, or from the Guardians. So, well, with all that in mind, I think the Cubs are still in a really good position. I know you get anxious, you know, guys, when, when he says we're only in the fourth or fifth inning, but it's not like they're just waiting there in the free agent market. They're, they, they've had, you know, significant talks with a lot of teams about trades, and I don't think they'll be afraid to pull the trigger. People like the Cubs' minor league system. They like their young players. Great stuff, Bruce. Thanks, Bruce. Great catching up. All right, guys. All right, Have buddy. a great day. See you Saturday. That See is ya. our guy. Well, you're back on Saturday? Back Saturday. Look at you. Inside the clubhouse, 9 to 11. Is that it? Are you back now I'm back. for good? Or that was... I'm back in. Okay. They sucked me back in. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.